0: Hello. Come on in. Welcome to Conversation Matters. How can I help you? Absolutely. Do you have your prescription with you? Thank you. Alright. A conversation about flu season? I do. I do have a conversationalist available right now. Would you like to leave your coat there on the rack? No. You can keep it on if you'd like. I know, it's chilly outside. Okay. I've already let him know that you're here. You can take your prescription and go right through that door. He's ready for you.
1: Oh my goodness. Come in. Sit down. Sit down, please. Please. Do you have a fever? You look terrible I don't usually start off this way (laughs) I like to be a little more uplifting But You look absolutely devastated What's wrong? Can I see your prescription? Let me see Oh It all makes sense now. Do you have the flu? Are you too embarrassed to admit it? Oh my goodness. I just got my flu shot a week ago. And then, (laughs) as funny as it sounds, about a week later I got a bad case of flu myself. And it happens. Don't be embarrassed. I got the measles... Um, I got a measles booster and my flu shot at the same time. I didn't get measles. There's nothing to be embarrassed about because you got the f- flu shot and then you got sick a few days later. It happens because it's going around. It's flu season and the shot only helps with certain strains. It's okay to be upset about it. I know. I'm not a big flu shot guy. I, I work a lot, so I just don't take the time to go get a flu shot it's just I don't know if you want to call it lazy or just stubborn or what but as I'm getting older I realize I should probably take a precautionary measure and I, I started taking it again and I haven't had the flu in years so I'm getting my flu shot I haven't had the flu in years I've been feeling great um, I got the flu shot and the measles booster like I said and I got them both in one arm and You know, my wife did too because we're traveling and there's all these breakouts of measles. And, you know, if you haven't had a measles booster certain age groups, your shot may not be good anymore. So we fell in that group. So since we're traveling a lot next month, we decided to get the booster. And here it is a week later, I don't have measles. (laughs) I don't have measles or polio or anything else. But I did get the flu, and I don't think the flu shot caused it. You know, that's the problem. A lot of people, you know, they hear little things, and they they think, well, that's why you got it. You got the flu shot, and now you got the flu. You know, it probably would have been a lot worse. The flu probably would have been a lot worse if I hadn't got the shot. But my body had already had time to build antibodies up to the different flu viruses out there. And I, I think it's very important that we recognize that vaccines work in general. Now, there are people who can't get vaccines. Mm-hmm. They have autoimmune diseases. They um, have you know low immunity disorders for different reasons. So the rest of the herd, they have this thing called a herd immunity, like People like me and you that are healthy, we get the shot to protect them, mm-hmm. to prevent the spread of the disease through the population. You don't actually have to inoculate every single cow in the herd to prevent the disease from spreading. You just have to inoculate enough of them that it, the disease can't get a foothold in the population. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't know that? Well, it seems like everybody knows these little things like, you know, oh, he got the shot. Now he's this or now he's that or he's sick or that's what killed him. But they don't know the reality, the facts, the things that really matter. And look at you. You're suffering so badly because you're embarrassed to go get help. Because you don't want anybody to know you got the flu after you got the flu shot. This is terrible. Here, have a drink of water. No, I'm serious. Please. Have a drink of water. Take it. I don't want it back. You can have the whole bottle. Well, I don't want to get the flu. (laughs) You know, when you're beaten up and you're beaten down... It is so easy to just give up, isn't it? I'll tell you what, when I had the flu, it hurt in every part of my body. My legs ached. I couldn't sit down for long. I had to get up and walk around. I had trouble walking even because it just hurt so bad. But it felt good to get, you know, just to stand up and walk around even in a circle. Felt fantastic because it just got the blood moving and, and that pain went away. That aching pain. The only thing that really worked for me was sleeping, but I slept kind of funny on my hip and then my hip was just killing me for days. Oh my God. And then this flu was different, maybe because I'm getting older. My eyes hurt. Oh my goodness. My eyes felt like they were swollen in the sockets. I couldn't turn my eyes side to side. They ached. They hurt. They lost focus when I turned my eyes. I'm sure somebody else will tell me, well, that's not the flu. You had this. (laughs) But I'm telling you, as soon as the flu symptoms and the fever went away, my eyes started feeling good again. And I'll tell you what, I had a fever, and it just would not break. And then, I took some cold medicine, and I, I said, I'm going back to bed. I had to go to I had to go to work in a little bit. And I said, I, I've got to go to work tonight. I can't miss again. I got to go to work. And, uh, I curled up and just piled the blankets on me and I laid there and for like an hour and a half. I woke up soaking wet. I was sweat covered, soaking wet from head to toe. I got out of bed. I was disgusted with myself. I'm like, I'm, I'm totally disgusted. I changed my clothes. I got cleaned up. You know, I thought, I'll put, you know, get a shower, get this off me, this this sweat off me. I I can't believe this. Got cleaned up, you know, dried off, put my work clothes on. I'm driving to work. I'm sweating worse on the way to work. I'm sweating like a maniac. And it's cold out. I'm like, I'm going to get a chill. Then I'm going to get pneumonia. Then I'm going to die. You know, you start giving yourself all these crazy thoughts. And I just could not believe how much sweat poured out of me. And it was that fever breaking. My body finally said, we've had enough. My body finally got the edge on whatever it was that was doing it to me and just destroyed it. And I find that so fascinating. The human body can do something like that. And it's like, you know, you take the cold medicine, and you take the aspirin, and you take your Tylenol, and your ibuprofen, and your NyQuil, and oh my god, it wreaks havoc on my blood pressure like crazy, and you're suffering, and all that stuff does is ease your symptoms. It does reduce your fever. I will say Tylenol will keep you from burning up and dying from, you know, an extreme fever, but... It basically just relieves your symptoms. You've got to let your body take over. It's one of those instances where the body is in a fight for its life. And the only way it can get rid of that virus is to heat the body up so much that it burns up that virus. And I'm like, (laughs) you know, it'll, it'll keep going up and up and up trying to burn it out. And then, you know, it ends up killing you. And I tell you, I don't know if I had a fever when I laid down, but my wife said, you're hot. She touched my forehead and said, oh, my God, you are hot. Right before I went to bed, and I'm like, I know I'm hot, baby. I know. I know it's hard not to say how hot I am, baby. Of course, I haven't had a kiss for like three days. She won't touch me. So I'm not that hot. (laughs) I I really don't know what to tell you. It is so hard going through this kind of an illness. I swear, if you break your arm, you break your leg, the doctor puts it in a cast, you get some pain medication, you get a few itchy, itchy spots, you're okay. All right, you can deal with it. It's just a matter of time. You forget it's even there. The flu... You lay down and you wish you were dead. I swear it takes the life out of you. And I'd like to touch on something else too. It really made me think for the last few days of my life when I had flu. I said, is this what my friends with chronic pain go through every day? Is this what a chronic pain sufferer goes through every day with all these aches and pains this invisible demon, this energy, just destructive force, tearing down every single element of their body, constantly and the pain is constant I'm ready to fold up after three days of the flu, these people live with this on a daily basis for years I don't I just, I I don't know if we think about it that way. I don't know if we take the time to think about what other people go through. And somebody with chronic pain or arthritis is constantly in pain. And I know this is probably not an uplifting subject for, you know, this conversation, but sometimes I think we need to think about these things and focus and understand what we're dealing with so that we can better understand what we're dealing with at the moment too it I had to go to work I couldn't call off we're already shorthanded but I thought about it and I could have stuck somebody with my shift but I thought I'm gonna go do it I'm gonna go I'll be by myself it's an it's an overnight shift I won't get anybody infected. I'll clean everything up with Lysol. I'll tell them to use Lysol when after I leave. Clean everything up. We have plenty of cleaning supplies. You know, I'm not sick, like, you know, vomiting or anything else. I'm just, I got a fever and body aches. Okay. I'm probably already not contagious because it's already, that part's already passed. Now that the symptoms have showed up. But... I thought to myself, I can't do this. I just can't do it. I'm getting older. I can't do this. I'm really sick. And then I thought, I have friends who are in constant pain every day. And they get up and they go and work a full-time job too, Mike. They go to work. They support their families. They go for walks in the evening. They'd sit down after a hard day's work, and they plan meals. They go to the grocery store. And they do their homework with their kids. And they maybe even throw a couple, have enough time just to throw a couple loads of laundry in, before they pass out every night. All you gotta do is get your fat lazy ass in that car, and do eight hours. You can do it. And I did. I did it. I just was refusing to allow myself to give in to the pain. It may not have been the smartest decision, and it might have been excruciatingly painful to fight that and to go to work three days straight with a fever and miserable and just stuck. it, and you might say you know you might have infected your co-workers no like I said I'm by myself I use cleaning supplies and I made them aware of the situation I could call off or I can work and I can clean the desk before you take over and you can clean it before you assume it would you rather I call off for the next 36 hours of work or do you want to risk it And I was amazed to find out that they'd prefer I worked those three midnight shifts. (laughs) I guess it's uh, a little cleaning and I don't have to work overnight, a double. Yeah, I guess I could wipe uh, some Clorox wipes around. I can uh, wipe a mouse and a keyboard down. (laughs) And it got me thinking, you know, you hear all the time about people on Radiation treatments, chemo, fighting cancer, and how hard they struggle. And then you think about your own problems and you think, I'm so lucky. I'm so grateful that I just have the flu. And I actually came away with it before my fever broke, as miserable as I was. I actually came away thinking, I am so grateful this is just the flu because I could not deal with this every day. I don't like to touch on religion too much because I think it's a very personal thing. But I do believe you you are given your fair portion and only what you can handle. And I know I can only handle so much of that. I've fought different conditions my whole life and dealt with them and put a lot of things behind me and I've always tried to stay in good health especially eating my vitamins getting my checkups, taking care of my blood pressure you know, things like that but I am neglectful in other ways I don't go to the dentist as often as I should I don't go to the eye doctor as often as I should. And when I'm sick, instead of going to the doctor, getting a note and just calling off, I tough it out sometimes when I could get away with, you know, a few days off and the doctor's note. And I don't want to sit there and judge myself too harshly because I've always been a little bit of a workaholic. And some of that's good and some of that's bad sooner or later something's going to catch up to me and knock me down a couple pegs and this last time I had flu really, really felt like it knocked me down a couple of pegs it took me down off my high horse I had just got done doing a flurry of work and I had so much done. I was so far ahead. I had made so many arrangements and helped so many people, and I was going in a perfect direction. but I was overdoing it. I was staying up till 4:30 in the morning sometimes after working eight hours. And you know, I don't go to work till afternoons or midnights, so. But I was depriving myself of sleep. I ran out of vitamins. I take a multivitamin every day. I take a couple other little minor supplements. And one of my my main multivitamin ran out. Instead of taking like a couple vitamins to supplement, the fact that I wasn't taking my daily multivitamin, I just ignored it because that's what you do when you're invulnerable and perfect and nothing's going wrong in your life. And I didn't uh, eat right. I ate uh, one meal was... Doritos and uh, peanut butter crackers was one of my meals. <laughs> I love peanut butter crackers, don't you? I just love those little six-packs of peanut butter crackers. I just love them. I know. There's something about... You know, I could eat them any time. Like, you know, breakfast, what do you want? Cereal? Uh, you want uh, eggs, bacon, uh, you want some pancakes, waffles, French toast? How about just a simple little pack of peanut butter crackers? Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how much I, I really like them. I just love them to death. I don't know what it is, but ever since I was a kid, you know, you go up to those vending machines and you put your money in and you get a little tiny pack of cookies or, you know, crackers or, you know, peanut butter crackers or they had little shortbread cookies in there and uh, little vanilla cookies oh my god those Lance I don't know if everybody knows Lance products but Lance makes the best little uh, packs they have like six little cookies or six little crackers in them and they make these little vanilla cookies they're little round Oreo looking cookies with the cream in the middle And they are the absolute, I'm talking the absolute best cookie ever made in the history of humanity. And as far as I know, since the beginning of time, you can only get them in a six-pack, in a multi-pack, of Lance Cookies and Crackers. (laughs) Now, if anybody knows where I can get a volume pack of Lance Vanilla Cookies in a, in a, like a family pack for the holidays, that would be great. I would be forever in debt to whoever finds those for me. Well, it's just one of those things in life, you know, it's, there's something like there's a perfect cookie and there's a perfect cracker and there's a perfect piece of cheese. And there's that one time you had that piece of cheese that was so perfect. I remember one time at new year's, my friend's Um, my friend's mother, she was French, and her dad owned a wine store, uh, an actual wine store in France. I don't want to give too much information away. Very nice people. And she knew wine. She knew champagne. She knew anything that came in a bottle. And uh, she also knew how to drink. She was a hell of a lady. She gave me a glass of champagne that she she. Searched everywhere for this, and it's very hard for her to find it in the United States. And she found it. I had this champagne, and I've never, in my entire life, had champagne that tasted this good. All the stuff they have in the United States is this brute garbage that's just, you know, just you throw it under a bus, just run it over. This champagne, one glass. All you need is one glass. It's so perfect. And there's something about that. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to drink bad champagne or eat a nasty cookie when you've had something so perfect. It really is something and it's that thing about life that makes the human experience such an an ultimate um, thing that can't be quantified. You know, you remember that one time you kissed that girl and it was perfect. And that one time, you know, you you held hands with someone and it was perfect. And, you know, the first time you had that snuggle with someone and it, it just felt so right. And things are different. Things change. And all those little perfections in life seem to come and go. And it's amazing to me that those little moments stick with you for your whole life and you think I'll never top that I'll never have that again but in a way you, you do, you have that memory you have that beautiful perfect memory and you you should never let go of those things you should always cherish those moments when you find that perfect um, perfect breakfast at that perfect little diner Enjoy it. Go back again if you can. Visit it often before it passes away. I know all this sounds silly. I know I'm off track. But the whole idea was to get you off of feeling nasty, feeling bad and feeling nasty about your flu and getting you to think about cookies (laughs) and feeling good about yourself. And if I did that today, then I hope I did accomplish something. Silly as it sounds. And I hope you feel better. Now you take that water and here's some aspirin. Do you want some aspirin? Okay. Here's a couple aspirin. And I think you'll feel better. Very soon. It only lasts a little while. I hope you get well soon. Okay. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tierra de Jueo. Remember to stay tuned for the next episode, coming soon. When you have a moment, please take the time to rate and review this podcast. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash